name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'd like to invite the children to come up. Anybody? Do you guys want to come up? So you can see? Here they come. Come on up. Come on up. Colby, I may need you. Come on up. We got Preston. We got a. Oh, good. All right. So, I have something to show you. I don't know if you're going to know what this is or not. You probably will. But I, I've got a couple of copies. You don't all need one, but I thought I'd just kind of. Why don't you pass these around? And can anyone tell me what this is? What is it? Where's Walter? No. <laughs> Do you know what this is? It's a map. That's right. This is back when the um, earth was cooling and the dinosaurs were around, is how people got around. They had a map. So if you want to pass the map back to the guys back there, can, you, can we pass one back so they can see it? All right, can you read this map? Because Pastor Julie would need stronger glasses to check this out. So, um, I, Can you find Rochester on this map? There's a, can you find Rochester? Did you find it? Where is it? That's right, good for you. Now, what are all the lines on the map? What are those? Do, do you know what the lines mean? Yeah. They're, they're roads, right? So this shows you all the roads. And so if we wanted to go from Rochester to Elmira, which is down here, which road would we take? Is there only one way to get there? Pardon? There's a, ton of ways to get there. There's a ton of ways to get there. That's right. We could take um, the highway. We could go the back roads. And so this is, this is how you would figure out where you were, because the roads have numbers on them, right? So you can tell which way to go. Now, fortunately, um, if you guys, when you guys grow up, you won't have to try and read this, which is hard if you have uh, poor vision or whatever, what you guys will probably be doing is using something like this. Now, what is this? That figures the, the kid of the real estate agent knows. It's a GPS, <laughs> right? That's right. And um, we actually now can tell that I'm not the technical one, even though I sold. See, I was in sales. I wasn't technical, right? So I'm trying to turn this on. There it is. Now we call this GPS Karen. Sometimes we like Karen, sometimes we don't. Depends on um, where she's taking us. So this is a GPS, and it gets the re it knows exactly where we are. Do you know how it knows exactly where we are? You're kidding me. You really do? Go ahead, tell me. Global positioning. Global positioning. <laughs> Whoa. Does anyone, anyone know how global positioning works? You, oh my God. All right, go ahead. There's a satellite up in the sky, of course. <laughs> They're looking at me with the paper map, but my gosh, they know what global positioning is. Please drive to highlighted route. There's Karen. Did you hear that? What did she say to me? So um, it says where to, and you can put in an address, right? Um, it tells you to spell the city or whatever, but let me go back and go to a favorites. 
that has a heart on it. Isn't that a cool little icon? So go to a favorite. Let's see if I want to go home and I press go. Now listen to her because she's going to say something. Set as new destination. Okay. Calculating. Please drive to highlighted route. See? So she's telling me where to go, right? Now, do you guys all have GPSs? You do? Yeah, okay then. Good. Well, then you're going to get this metaphor I've come up for you today. <laughs> Just as Karen, the GPS, gets her guidance from up above, we get our guidance from up above. How's that? <laughs> Except we don't have an electronic thing telling us where to go. Now, one thing about Karen is you can program her not to take the highway, so she'll only take back roads. The other thing about this GPS is that it will look for traffic. So if there's a traffic jam, it will reroute you around the traffic jam. However, you should never do a U-turn on the highway. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Do a legal U-turn. That's what the GPS says, do a legal U-turn. Right, so this is a very good device to give us guidance so that we don't get lost, right? So, in life, you need something to help you from getting lost. You need to have guidance. So in the church, guess what we use for guidance? It's not electronic, although you could make it electronic. Go ahead. Pardon me? God and Jesus, that's right. And how do we know about God and Jesus? Anybody know? How do we have our information about God and Jesus? Yes. That's right. We have the Bible. Ugh. This is the Bible, right? Is that, what does it say? So this is a big guidance book, right? Yeah. But it's got everything you need to know in there. But sometimes the Bible can be hard to understand. Mateo, you did a great job on that reading. Even I didn't know how to pronounce that word. That was awesome. Sometimes we have to get some interpretation from the Bible, so we also have in this church something we call the Book of Common Prayer. And just as there's waypoints that you can put into the GPS, like say you want to go to a restaurant and then say you want to go to a museum, you put in waypoints, we have waypoints in life, and the Book of Common Prayer covers it all. Now, everybody knows about page 355, because that's where we start the Eucharist that we do every Sunday. But we also have other waypoints in here. So we baptize you. We have that waypoint. We have, we have marriage waypoint. We give thanks for babies. And then we have the burial service. So all the waypoints of life we have in our Book of Common Prayer. And much of what is in the Book of Common Prayer comes from the Bible. So there's good advice in the Bible. What would you consider good advice? Give me some good advice. Yeah, Ashley. Being helpful. Being helpful. That is excellent advice. What other good advice do you have? Got, you got another one? Being friendly. Being friendly. Wow, that's awesome. That is really awesome. So in the Bible, there's a lot of good advice. And I actually have a more portable Bible. It's still kind of thick though, isn't it? And I have some advice for you today. 
We heard in the gospel that Jesus went and raised a son from the dead. Did you hear that? Now, when we think of people who were raised from the dead, that Jesus raised from the dead, what's the name of the person we think of? Anyone know that one? Well, yes, Jesus was raised from the dead, but what's, what's the name of the person? Do you remember? It begins with an L. All right, let's ha- have it from the congregation. All right, good. That's good. So, in Luke chapter 7, six verses, Jesus raises someone from the dead, and most of us don't even know about that story. But his mom was a widow, and her son had died, and the only way widows were taken care of back then was if the the son took care of them. So she was pretty upset, and Jesus came and raised her from the dead, raised the son from the dead. So God has power over death. That's what we know. That's what we learn. But I want to read you some good advice. So this is your guidebook for life, is the Bible. Very, very important book. You can get a lot from it, but sometimes we need help in interpreting it, which is why we have Bible study and why we come to church, so that we can get some help interpreting it. But today we're celebrating Sunday school and all of you. And you guys, the way to go through life, the best GPS you can have to guide you through life, is to be part of a spiritual community like you are right now. Because life, just like a road, has its ups and downs. Sometimes there's moments of joy, sometimes there's moments of disappointment. And what keeps you going as you go through life is being part of a faithful spiritual community that will support you and help you and guide you. Because what happens when you get lost? What do you have to do when you get lost? Now, I know Karen would say, recalculating. But sometimes we don't even know where we're going. So what happens when we get lost? What do we have to do? Carrie? We pray, that's right, and we can ask for help. And the best place to go for help is a spiritual community because in this spiritual community we learn about God's love and God's love never comes to an end. God's love is endures. It's always ready to make allowances to trust and to hope and to endure whatever comes. God's love bears all things. So the guidance that you can have, which you have right now, is the fact that you're in this faithful spiritual community that's made, that's centered around God's love, and that can guide you the rest of your life, because we all need a place to come and to feel God's love and to be guided when things are good and when things are bad, okay? So I am so proud of you for going to church school and coming to church and doing this. And remember, what is your GPS? The Bible, that's right. And I'm gonna tell you one more thing. How many of you know about cell phones? Anybody? Yeah. Okay, well, I did a wedding last Saturday and I told the bride and groom, that their spiritual community is like the guy in the Verizon ad who's got that whole network of people walking around. That's your, I got some smiles up here. You guys, are you, you know the ad I'm talking about. <laughs> Where the, the Verizon man's walking around, he's got all the people with him. That's, who, that's your spiritual community. No matter where you go or what you do, you have St. Peter's, the loving people of St. Peter's, supporting you and praying for you and sending love your way, okay? Well, thank you. Amen. Good. I'm glad we all know our GPS. We got that straightened around. Meanwhile, I can't shut this thing off. It's... (laughs)
So thank you. The Bible, GPS, need to be part of a spiritual community. Got it? Say, got it. Yeah, got it. Let's have a little louder, more energy. Got it? All right, all right, then you can go back to your places and we're gonna, you can keep that map of upstate New York. That is my gift to you.